Another episode of Christian Day's Reality TV Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, and my co-host and very good friend is Dave. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. We are covering Love Island UK Season 9, Episode 37. Now, Chris, where... well... (laughs) Where can we start today? But where would you like to start today? Oh, well, Dave, we, we you know we asked for a little bit less of Lana and Ron, and we've got it, and we have got it, which has been a godsend. But now we've we've got the triangle of Martin, Tanya, and Shaq. And I've got to say, Dave, I thought this episode. There's a lot of people calling Martin out. We've got emails that. Some don't like Martin and, and think he's a game player, and some that do. And, and I'm sort of thinking that he got the wrong end. You know, he's got the long end of a bad stick here because at the end of the day, I don't think it's that he's that arsed with her. I think he just feels a bit pushed out, a little bit like what Olivia's going through with Kai, where it's like he's been a bit rejected. He wanted to go in the villa. He's in the villa. He's a main cast member now. But I think Tanya's behaviour, I'm sorry, I just, I cannot accept that any of this is right. And some of the shit she's talking, when she just talks in riddles, and honestly, Dave, I just thought that her whole delivery of all this is ridiculous. But Shaq, he's loving it now. And I'm like, I don't get it, Dave. So I don't know whether you can even dissect anything I've just said, but I'm absolutely puzzled. (laughs) Tanya Tanya absolutely puzzles my head because I don't understand well, again, I appreciate you riding solo yesterday. Uh, I did watch the episode and I, I did listen in as well. But So I, I kind of agree with what you said there. I mean, going back to that speech, I mean, it was ridiculous, wasn't it? Yeah. Utterly ridiculous. The, the, she probably was egged on a little bit. But, you know, at the end of the day, Martin stood right fucking there. And the thing that I don't like about how she's handled it, and I think, the overriding feeling I get from all of this is just that she's she's just acted in a hugely immature way. Right? I, I know people will see it all these different ways, I'm sure, but it's the immaturity that is the overriding thing that comes across to me. She kind of, she does want a cake and eat it. And the thing that I don't like that she's done is, you know, she she was saying to basically, she's talking to all these other people in the villa, say, oh, I snuck down and I, I kissed Shaq and like, oh, oh my, I'm so happy. And like, you know, they, oh, it's amazing. And this, that, and the other. And then Martin's knowing that something is off and wanting some answers. She's like, well, I don't know, do I? You do know though. That is the problem yeah. I've got. She did know, but she wanted to kind of, Keep him there, just in case Shaq rejected her, just in case he wouldn't let her back into it. And so, yeah, that's that's the thing I don't like. And I think Martin can feel himself, you know, really hard done by, I think, because I, 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 this is one where I, I don't know kind of uh, exactly where I land on, on the, the bigger picture, because... When Martin was in Casa Amor, I didn't like some of the things he was saying. I, I don't think to build yourself up, you don't need to put the other person down when he's talking about, like, you know, Shaq is a two-star and he's a five-star and things like yeah, that. Yeah. I don't think that's – it's not a good look. But in this circumstance, you know, it, it's just – just appreciate the fact that you've brought him in 
and then promptly ignored him. But also, when you ask him for transparency, she's done everything but. And so he was right to pull her for a chat. Olivia looked like the fucking, all the chips had come in. She was like, oh, you're going to create a bit of drama. Oh, I don't like drama, me, though. Yeah. <laughs> Bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what a friend she is, though. She egged Martin on, and he went, I'm going to cause some drama, as you say. She's like, oh, go, go, go on. And they get over, and that Max is like, uh, I'll back you up. I'll back you up, bro. I'll back you up, you know, and all this. It's like, right, fair enough. They get up, they do all this. So Olivia's done a little bit of shit stirring there. But then, for some reason, she then sells Tanya. She's the moral conscience, Dave. She's like, oh, yeah, I'll tell you this is your friend. You know, I think you need to apologize. And I'm like, hang on a minute. You were instigating this whole fucking thing like less than half an hour ago. How can you now become Tanya's conscience? It doesn't work like that. But I think what got me, Dave, I must admit, when Tanya had that little bust up with Martin and he's called her a liar and she kept saying, I'm not a liar, you know, and all this. And it's like, but you are a liar. He said <laughs> what he said was right. Whether you like Martin or not, he was right. What he was saying, you just messed her about, messed him about. Yeah. And, and you know, the thing that feels really uncomfortable to me, Martin was absolutely well within his rights to, to feel the way he felt, feel betrayed, call her out and, no one in the villa gave a shit. Yeah. No yeah. one cared because ultimately they're just kind of happy for, for the OGs to be back together. No yeah, one agree. gave a shit that he's been shat on. And so yeah. that, that was pretty uncomfortable because Christ almighty, I mean, regardless of whether you think he, he was just trying to get into the villa, whether he, he really liked Tanya that much, it must feel like a really fucking lonely place when you've been aggrieved like that and no one's got you back at all. No one cares that you were basically for three days or something, it seems like it's like, that you're asking for, you know, what's going on and, and you're just getting this deflection. Look, I, I just haven't made my mind up. When we know, the the only thing that is a slight doubt in my mind is if the editors have played around with the timeline a bit. Yeah. You know, like if they've taken some of these chats from the first couple of days and then the stuff with Shaq happened later, but they've edited it in a sequence that makes it look like she's being dishonest. Yeah. That's, that's a slight doubt because it, it ultimately is edited. So that could have happened. Um, but the way it looks, she was just stringing Martin along with no intention of really being open and, and try. she wasn't in the middle. Like from the moment she walked in, and gave a speech, and Martin stood right there, and he's a fucking speed bump, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it, it's so ridiculous, and I'm with you. I felt sorry for him when they played the game, and pretty much everyone picked Martin, didn't they? And I'm with you. I think Casey had a bit of dialogue with Tom. Tom really hasn't got much thinking to sort of have the moral conscience, really, Dave, to be honest. But that Casey did drop something in there about what Tanya did. But again... All of them. Will's there. Oh, I'm so glad. You know, then we've got the shack attack and he runs over. And, but then one of them went, oh, just be a bit respectful here, you know, because obviously Martin had just been pied off sort of thing. And, and I'm with you. They were just like, we're all back together. Fuck, you know, fuck him sort of thing. He's going to go now. You know, he's, he's going to be probably one of the next mm. ones voted off unless a bombshell comes in and he can get with her. 
I think his time has come, but I did like when Tanya was talking to Shaq, slagging Martin off, but it involves Shaq and she's oblivious to what she's saying. And he's like, you sort of putting Shaq down there, Tanya, at the same time because you pied him off for the best part of four or five days. Yeah. And now he's supposed to sit there and listen to you bitch about Martin. I just was like, she has no tact whatsoever, Dave. No tact. Yeah, I, I think it's the immaturity. I, I yeah. genuinely do think that that's the overriding thing. She's just not quite self-aware enough. She's very focused on the receiver of the message and not what's going on around her. Yeah. <laughs> but I tell you what, Chris, I mean, I'm glad in a way, you know, as, as terrible as it is for Martin, and I hope he hangs around for a little bit longer because you know what's coming. <laughs> oh, yes, it's movie night, and I feel all right. So what a night. Oh, what a night. I can't but, fucking wait. Yeah, yeah but, but I'm going to do a you here. I'm going to just edge on the side of caution because – they very picky who they actually throw under the bus on this movie night, aren't they? So we've had this before where we've had people and it's created the drama and you're like, oh, go on, yes. And we'll see people bitching. I think Tom could be getting a bit of a, a showcase for what he said about Ron, you know, like the Ron Alana thing, Dave. You know, there was a bit of comments there. But it's mm. like, are you really going to show everything? Are you going to show everything within the couples, what Ron's been doing, the way he treated Lana, the little conversations he had. Tom was another, did that. You know, the stuff with Olivia, Olivia not calling Kai by his name and then taking the piss, saying he was unpop. You know, just what are you going to do? Which character are you going to go for? Because that's how it plays out. They don't show everything that we want to see. And I know they can't because it's been on for bloody six weeks nearly, but the key moments in this where people are playing both sides of the coin is what I want. But I'm with you. I just hope we get some proper shit as well. I'm just not sure the way this has been going, this series, they're going to deliver it in case it sort of upsets too many people, Dave. When I'm like, no, upset everyone. Let's see the fallout. I've seen quite a bit of apathy around movie night and like they're going to protect certain people and they're not going to show stuff. And I, I can't think of specifics, but my feeling, my gut says, well, last year we saw pretty much everything that we thought we were going to see. You know, even though they, they kind of delude them into thinking they have a choice, you know, they'll choose what we want to pick. It's... It tended to be that we saw everything, I thought. So, you know, things like maybe Tanya just having chats with almost everyone who was uh, sat there waiting to listen about how Shaq's behavior gives her the ick. Yeah. We're going to see that, surely. Hopefully. Hopefully. (laughs) We're going to see Will going in for the kiss, being all fucking flirty and stuff. Chris, I have to say, I mean, I, I thought the recoupling post Casaramore episode was fantastic, but I can't say that I was massively, I, I didn't think that I was that invested. And then I just ended up during the episode being like, oh, this is fucking brilliant. But this episode, I, I just have a, a, a probably naive viewpoint, but 
I am more excited about this episode than I think any other in the season. I think this is going to fucking, this is going to be a bull in a china shop. This is going to upset the apple cart. All of the cliches that you want to throw <laughs> out, yeah. it's fucking there. It's, it's going to, I think it's going to be pretty explosive you know and all of the all of the recouplings all of the reconciliations oh you've written a poem a shit poem oh it's fucking brilliant isn't it no one's ever done anything that nice for me no one's ever spent five fucking minutes putting together a shit poem for me oh i forgive everything tom oh you are a dick in there oh ron you are egging other people on olivia um tom you were throwing olivia under the bus and and telling Kai about how she's not that invested. Chris, I can't fucking wait for all this shit to come out. (laughs) (laughs) You know what, though? It's bad, isn't it? Because we've had nothing for weeks, and then we've had a couple... I mean, I called the episode the the redemption one was absolutely toe-curling. I don't give a fuck what anyone said. It was ridiculous. I know he wasn't on their day, but he was. was, I knew you felt the same. It was just like, oh, my God. But with this, these these are the things that you can't organically play with in the show. You can you can manipulate it and you can pick favourites and everything, as I've just said, but the stuff that's happening, there is genuine reactions. And I think that's why I'm the same. I'm, I'm invested because we've not got the Twitter game. We've not got the lie detector. I mean, the lie detector test used to be brutal, Dave. That was fucking brutal. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, I mean, they, they couldn't bring that back after. No, no, honestly. no. I wouldn't expect. No, no. I'm, I'm not saying that. Honestly, I'm not. You couldn't say that. But... It's just when you when I look back at the old series, some of the stuff, and then there was even pictures the other day of them all smoking. I remember you mentioned the other episode about like you know being at the door and everyone having a having smoke and stuff. But it's true. There's loads of things that slowly the show the show has evolved with things like that, and quite rightly. But then there's things the real shake up is what it is, and loads of people are saying it. Like I said the other day, they've got to shake it up now. But this. This could be a Prosecco-defining moment in the series for me, Dave. I may have to crack the wine open because I'm not in work tomorrow, so it might be a late one watching this one. Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, I, I think I said on Sunday or whenever it was that uh, I thought they'd keep moving out to like maybe Thursday night and Friday night and then keep us hanging, you know, keep some of the fallout hanging until we get to see it on Sunday and make us wish away the weekend again. But no, it's Wednesday night. So I I think it's definitely going to spread over two episodes at least. And then, uh, yeah, I, I just can't wait. But, but, I mean, that's as for the predictions. And like I say, I, I think all of it is going to be pretty uh, uh, explosive. But Chris, can we talk before we wrap up and everything a little bit about Will and Jesse? <laughs> because, again, I, I I'd said the other day, I've maneuvered from my position that, you know, I'm on the fence to more, yeah, I'm not sure I'm buying this, you know, just with some of the soap opera acting. But but let me maneuver back to the to the fence temporarily, at least, because at the beginning of the episode, we're getting the oh, we're so in love, aren't we? Oh, look at that, he's making me a coffee and he's having breakfast. Oh, it's all so lovely. And then when they're having this guessing game, you know, how well do you know your partner? I can't remember what was the what was the exact question. Something about who would you recouple with if it wasn't your partner. And she wrote fucking Layla. I mean, what a, 
what an expert. That is a fucking ninja move. I mean, you know, in Will's protests, you can hear in the background, that's not the game. You're supposed to say people who are here. But fucking hell. Honestly, that, that was a brilliant, brilliant moment. But, I mean, it did seem to get worse and worse through that game, you know, when they were talking about the com- compatible couples and you could see Jessie's face was like thunder wasn't it you know she was not happy with generally anything that was going on in that game and she feels like you know because the boys no longer see them as a compatible couple it's because of what they've seen in Casa Amor so I think again this tees it up nicely for movie night yeah it it does to be fair and I think I think, and not just that, Dave, I think with everything on the game, I mean, Kai and Olivia, again, Kai, who's the fakest, Olivia. And then and it was just like, it was so obviously like, oh, this is so obvious, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's still so beneath her. And she's still looking to rationalize, you know, why, why he's done that. And I, I don't like, I mean, uh, Sammy, it was, I think, who who was saying to, um, who's she saying to, uh, I think it might have been Sanam, but, or was it just, no, it was behind everyone's back about, oh, Kai was exactly the same with Olivia. Yeah. And saying the same things as what he's now saying to Sanam. Bullshit. Unless it was all in the unseen bits, we can see that he's different. You know, and to be fair, he did seem to have a decent time with Olivia as well. Yeah. Well, yeah, I he think he, I think he's come out of his shell even more now. But, you know, the, Olivia just can't accept that. It has to be that, oh, he's fake. He's just like this with everyone. He's not, you know, and apparently he says the same things. Well, you know, there are only so many words in the English language, you know what I mean? And, like, it probably does default back to some of the same words. But, yeah, I don't like the way Sammy was joining in on that, to be honest. And you know what, Dave? It's funny because you they were all – I mean, Jesse called him fake. There's been a few things said about Kai. I'm with you. I just think he's been fine since he's moved away from Olivia. He's obviously – he hasn't got great chat, I'll be honest. I don't think he has. But in the same respect, it's like, well, how are you going to be with someone? He was obviously faking it with her, with Olivia. He, he, I agree with you. He looks so happy with Sanam. They look like there's a connection. She's very bubbly. She seems like a really nice person. I don't see what the issue is. I know you weren't here for the episode, but, you know, he said on the episode, didn't he, about, you know, I don't want some of the problem is you're happy, I'm happy. Yeah. That's it. What does it fucking matter now? It doesn't, does it? Oh, fucking just... Olivia <laughs> expecting an apology is possibly okay. one of my uh, season highlights. <laughs> and I have to say, you know, I think the Islanders are misreading the public. Now, I don't know how popular Kai has, has become through all of this. And, you know, I guess Olivia can take some credit for that, for making it more popular. But I I would love to see, post-movie night, another kind of people's favorite couples vote. Now, you're going to think Ron and Lana are going to do quite well. Um, Tom and Sammy will probably do quite well as well. Uh, Shaq and Tanya, now that they're over their speed bump, I think they'll do quite well. But you know what? I kind of think Kai and um, Sanam will do a lot better than Olivia and Maxwell there. 
So I can't fucking wait <laughs> for the next popularity contest. Zoom into Olivia's face when she realizes that Kai is more popular than her. <laughs> That's going to be the one. That is the one. And everyone's been calling for that. Today, we've had two very quick emails. So uh, from Abby, and she's put, um, Martin, he's getting irritated with Tanya because he knows he's getting dumped and wants to say, um, his intentions were just for fame. And then she's put, mine, he's getting irritated with Tanya because he knows he's getting dumped. And I've just read the same thing out, Dave. But mine didn't say... <laughs> you can say irritated. that again. I'll say that again. <laughs> mine is a game player. He does not give a fuck. He wants to start drama now because he knows he's getting fuck all airtime as Tanya's binning him off. That almost sounds like I would have written that, Dave. So thank you for that, Abby. And then... So, I, I mean, I, I will just comment on that. I, I don't know if I agree with that. I think... Like I say, I, I don't particularly like the way Martin was in Casa Amor, to be honest. I, I don't feel like he should have been putting Shaq down to explore the connection with Tanya. He could do that without saying those things. And, you know, the charge of everyone in Casa Amor, I have an inbuilt uh, cynicism that everyone is trying to get into the main villa. But once he's in the villa, basically Tanya was just purely gaslighting him. And he could yeah. pick up on it. And when someone's gaslighting you, and even, you know, it does make you question yourself and you, I'm a fucking crazy, I'm a, you know, I, I feel these things, but I'm getting told the opposite. Is it me? So yeah. I think he had every fucking right to be getting more and more annoyed with being gaslit. And guess what? He, uh, Like maths, Chris, he was fucking right. <laughs> he was right, Dave. Nothing beats math, Dave, which I cannot wait for. I cannot wait for yeah. that, Dave. Anyway, um, and the next email is from Samantha. Another episode that should have cut after the first ad break. Hi, Chris and Dave. Good God, this episode peaked early. Could have gone to bed at the, after the first ad break. The only other decent bit for me was Jesse writing that Will would have coupled up with Layla. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Glad Martin took Tanya to task out. She's behaved. She didn't get the opportunity to tell him about the kiss with Shaq because she was too busy telling everyone, almost everyone else bar him. Considering his history of pulling all the lads up on their bad behaviour, why is Shaq, why was Shaq silent? He knows as well as anyone that, that what she's been doing on both of them isn't right. Now seems a convenient time for him to pick his battles. I'm definitely leaning into your conspiracy theory about this lot of wannabes. Despite what she did being wrong... Despite what she did being wrong, Tom, of all people, should be making comment. While he didn't tell Sammy he loved her before Casa Amor, the only difference between them, what he and Tanya did over in Casa, is that Tom didn't bring Lydia back into the villa. Maybe Tanya has got his back up because her speech was one up his shite poem. Now, to be fair, <laughs> get a couple of crayons and a three-year-old that have upped his poem there, Samantha. So, yeah, <laughs> fucking brilliant. It seems Casey's getting bored while Claudia's acting like they've been together for far longer than they actually have. Reckon he has some regret over not picking Cynthia in the recoupling. It's obvious his and Claudia's chats are as thrilling as watching paint dry when Kai gets more screen time than they do. Already <laughs> can't wait for your podcast covering movie night. Just wish that after the fallout, they boot the ball onto planes back to the UK, as it will all be the usual rituals of hunting, hunt the fucking slipper, baby game, zero talent show, parents <laughs> day, and more garbage speeches after that. Thanks for keeping going with the show. If it wasn't for your episodes, I'd have packed Love Island, Winter of Love Island off weeks ago. It's a great, great email there, uh, Samantha. And unfortunately, Dave, this is not from my wife, Samantha, who binned off Love Island. So we actually have a Samantha who's, who's <laughs> tuned in 
to the episodes as well. So thank you very much. And uh, yeah, brilliant, brilliant analysis on that, Dave. Yeah, and I just pick out, because we've not talked about Casey and Claudia, really. I think Claudia is starting to do my head in a little bit. So Casey called it as well that, you know, Claudia, having been in the the girls, you know, been in Casa Ramon and seen what Tanya was doing, and she's like, oh, great. Oh, Tanya, and, you know, they're back together, but they've been together for weeks, declared that they loved each other and everything. But it's not the same when she's considering after th- she'd been with Casey for three days, and it's like, oh, well, if you were, you weren't coupled up with me, you'd be coupled up with Lana. I mean, I, I don't know why she would think it was Sammy, other than you know, she's incredibly hot. But you know, Casey was part of that whole triangle. So you know, I, I think I don't I don't know if that. I think that relationship is going to spontaneously combust very quickly. I, I just don't see uh, Casey and Claudia just lasting anywhere near the distance. And, and when Claudia's like, yeah, you are nothing like the, the blokes I was with previously. I'm like, what, you mean the ones like your dad? I struggle to <laughs> to believe that, but okay, we'll go with it for the minute. But. <laughs> I wonder if she even knows that, that you know, it, maybe it's a subconscious thing. But, but yes, I mean, what do you reckon to them too? I don't really care about them, Dave. I don't think there's anything there. They're just together out of convenience. And like you said, it just seems dead fake. When she was saying tonight about when we're out and we're going to, and I'm like, you two are not going to be together. It's just, there's just no connection between them as, as far as we can see on the edit. Anyway. I've not seen anything to justify them two being together. Shaq and Tanya, whatever I think, you can see there's a connection between them. I can't say, and Lana and Ron, why? We still don't understand it, but there's a connection. And Will and Jesse, with these two, they're just like the, the no-mark sort of Poundland contestants we get just to fill the space in with a bit mm. of dialogue here and there. I am not invested in either of them. They're both wannabes, and I think they're getting the airtime they deserve. And yeah, I don't know. I just I can't see them being there at the end. I mean, surely if you if you have a popular vote, you know who's your favourite couple? I mean, surely it's Casey and Claudia, and Olivia and Maxwell. Surely those are your bottom two couples. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. But I do think Martin's going to end up going before them, Dave. But I agree, couple wise, hundred percent. You know, they they could bring in a couple of girls, could bring in a couple of bombshells. So. You know, who knows? But I mean, it does. I almost want for his own sanity for him to be ejected from the villa. So, but maybe, you know, like I say, if they put in a couple of girls, give him uh, some more options because he, he's not really had any conversations that we've seen with any of the other girls, has he? So, you know, he no. is just, he's out there on his own. He, you know, the boys haven't particularly embraced him. I, I just feel a bit sorry for the guy. Yeah, I think so. I think so. So, Dave, as always, if you want to email us, cdrealitycast at gmail.com. If you want to follow us on social media, at cdrealitycast, please go over to Facebook, guys. I had a check before we started recording. 492 friends over there. So, amazing stuff. We're getting there. I don't know what the prize is when we get to 500, but I do appreciate (laughs) everyone who's joined up since we started this series, Love Island, so and math. So thank you very much, guys. I know your support's great across all the shows. It's been unbelievable. And hopefully in the next week, we will be hitting a milestone with the podcast, which we'll all share with you guys. So 
thank you. Honestly, from the bottom of our hearts, it's been an amazing ride, this podcast. And uh, we're well into the nearly 550 episodes, almost, Dave, of this show, of me and you talking together, how we've remained friends. I still don't know <laughs> after all this time. But uh, yeah, we're still going strong. We're still going strong. So thank you. And if you do want to support us, get over to patreon.com forward slash cdrealitycast. Uh, and welcome to Alex, who's actually joined up as a Patreon. So thank you so much for that, Alex. So we've got today's roll call of honor is Alex, Macy, Nicola, Schmave. I'm just going to call Schmave, Schmave Music. Please get in touch, Schmave Music, because if I hate saying that. If they're thinking, Chris, get me that. There's no other way. It's a good advert, though. If you, it is a good advert. I've not heard any of Schmave Music, but I kind of want to. Yeah, I know. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, please get in contact, guys, if, if I'm saying that wrong. Uh, Emma, Fiona, Cassie, Megan, Kate, Maggie, Kristen, Zoe, Gillian, Keith, Helen, Brianna, Chloe, Noreen, Joanna, Libby, Katie, Dee Dee, Priscilla, Susan, Hennessy, Tracy, Lauren, Lucky Lulu Green, and Ken Gustafson. So thank you so much, guys. We are rocking and rolling. Dave, we're well past halfway. It's almost, well, we're nearly two and a half weeks left, but we are going to get there, my friend. Yeah, I, I was so close. And I'm going to be, try and be on as much as I can, but it is just a bit nuts at the minute. So I, I can't promise that I'm going to be on every episode until now until the end. But let, let's see how we go. And like I said earlier, Chris, it's movie night and I feel all right. So, so bring it on, baby. So uh, thank you very much. Sir. Thanks to everyone for listening. Thanks to all our supporters. And I'll speak to you next time. Bye.